Akotaner Shabbos, we're about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shir number 76 in the Svarim of Rav Zalek Pliskin, in the, in the Svar, Sefer on Serenity, which is about Menuchas HaNefesh. And today it, it, we're going to talk about some fascinating concepts pertaining to peace of mind that is somewhat deeper because very often a person lacks Menuchas HaNefesh from a feeling inside that they feel very different from, from other people. Whether it is a language barrier, they don't feel they speak a spoken language, they come from another country, that could create a lack of serenity. Or being in a different environment, being different in some way than how you perceive other people are. Or you may not be as knowledgeable in some areas and expertise as others are that are around you. Right, whether with you're within a when you're younger, with you with whether you were within a yeshiva system or a basiako system or girl school system, whether in seminary, whether in college, whether in it at work or wherever it is where you feel a somewhat of a inferiority or deficiency in you that creates a certain lack of menuchas hanefesh, lack of serenity, by the fact that you think that you are somewhat deficient or there's something off with you from the very fact that people around you seem very different from you. And what's very important that would create the menuchas hanefesh that you need when you come across this challenge is to be aware that every single human being is unique and everyone is indeed different from everyone else. It's just a matter of degree. And, you know, if if you would, if there would be a lack of menuchas hanefesh for real, because of people being different, then everyone would have a lack of menuchas hanefesh. No one would be serene. Everyone's in a different matzav, in a different environment. So it's very, very important is to take, come to terms with what you're different with than another person. Look at it as a myla. The fact that each one has a unique genetic nature and unique tone of voice, look, life history, a unique way of looking at things, fingerprints, there's not one fingerprint that's different from, that's the same than another fingerprint. All these things, to mentally accept that and to value your differences, to recognize you have intrinsic worth and value no matter how similar you are to other people and no matter how different you are from other people. Differences are not good or bad, it's just different. Hashem created different things because it serves different purposes and to complement each other with our differences. And it is something that does create a lack of menuchas hanefesh when you have a difficulties coming to terms with it. And it is very, very important to understand this. An anecdote he wrote, someone who relates, I grew up in a small town and even though I lived in a large city for many years, I've always felt a bit awkward. My accent was different. My conversation did not flow as easily as most people I encountered daily. There was a constant, that was a constant source of anxiety for me. I tried to be more like everyone else, but no matter how, how hard I tried, I still feel, felt very different. I shared my inner feelings with an understanding teacher. He told me that he too felt different, at times very different, and at times just slightly different. What helped him was that he decided that mentally he would bless people and wish them well. And whenever he would do an act of kindness for someone, he went out of his way to do so. He projected such positive energy that others reciprocated. He felt that others liked him in return, and the fact, he was, the fact that he was different did not make any difference in the way he, they treated him. And after this discussion, I put my main focus on mentally blessing people and doing acts of kindness, and my concern about being different disappeared, 
and my level of serenity increased. I found that a lot of times when in, in public forums and other things where you have these people that may look different, have an accent or whatever it is, but because they have a loving personality, giving personality, or being themselves in a way that they help and very positive about it, that creates, number one, that people do indeed admire you. They don't really look at your difference as a negative, negative thing, um, and, and they value you as a person. And you need to do that for yourself too. You need to value yourself as a person. And don't feel inferior. And certainly you should not lose an iota of any menuchas hanefesh from the fact that you're different than other people. Another obvious thing that could create a lack of menuchas hanefesh is when, you, when, there's, when someone experiences a financial loss. Now, we're not going to talk today, as Ian the book acknowledges, that when you're dealing with major, major financial losses, Khalila shouldn't happen to anyone, like a whole business collapsing, or that your mamish left, you had a whole empire, and now it's in shreds, or you had a tremendous, or a loss of a job, of a high-paying job, and you don't have any, and they're cutting you off, and in two weeks from now, you're, you're, you're out of work. Or Khalila, uh, you know, a home and the whole house burned down, Khalil, things like that. We're not talking about things like that right now. There's no question about it, and it's something we didn't go deep into it, that there are some tremendously traumatic things, whether it's losing money in a traumatic way, in a major way, or, 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 or tragedies, where the concept of Menuchas HaNefesh is somewhat needs to be treated with sensitivity, and we need to understand that it is perfectly normal. When he's in such distress, that, that he's not expected to be in perfect equilibrium and calmness. You're, you're in a high madrega if you're that way. So you need to have compassion about uh, to yourself when you have these severe setbacks to give yourself the benefit of the doubt, to say to yourself, uh, you know, the fact that I'm very nervous about it or, or traumatized by it is normal. And how to cope with those bigger challenges, Bezaz Hashem, hopefully we'll be able to give shiurim in the future about tackling those real rough, rough issues when something really severe happened that, that, and how to maintain Menuchas HaNefesh even under those circumstances. But here, let's talk about financial losses that are not major, major, but it minor amounts, either inconsequential amounts, but even if it's consequential, it hurts a little bit. It hits your pocketbook a little bit. Uh, you know, like, you, you know, you, 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 you are making, having, let's say you have a parnasa and you, you, you're making ends meet. Baruch Hashem, you're able to support and everything fine. But then the, the engine breaks in your car. You need a new car. Puts you in a loop, right? I mean, it's not like Khalila, your whole empire falling apart. You still have your job. You may have to borrow from here and there. Eventually you'll pay it back. It, it's it's still traumatic. No one's downplaying it, but it's not that real high, tremendous level of it. And certainly when it's even less nisyanis, the best way to practice money, financial things, is first start off with the with the smaller losses. You had $100 in your pocket and it disappeared. <laughs> you lost it. You don't know what happened to it. Very distressing. And of course, the less you earn, the the, the loss of that $100 will be very, very keen and sharp in your mind because if someone is wealthy okay it's like pocket change to them what's the big deal if you're if every penny counts by you and you lose a hundred dollars it's not a small thing but again it's also not the end of the world 
So the, the way to practice Menuchas HaNefesh when it comes to financial losses is to understand, number one, in your mind, is that money, even before the Nisayan happens and through your life, that money is not a goal in and of itself. It's a means to an end. Meaning that with money, you purchase items that will ha- enhance your life. And one of the main reasons people want more money than they presently need is to have Menuchas HaNefesh. But the MS is that money itself cannot guarantee peace of mind. It cannot guarantee peace of mind. I know when I say this, and I know when it was said to me, when I read these words, I could get very cynical. And I could answer, you know, very, you're telling me it doesn't guarantee peace of mind. Uh, you know, it's not so simple, you know, you could say. And, you know, it's valid to feel that way. You know, it doesn't guarantee peace of mind. Give me that hundred thousand dollars. You'll tell me. You'll see how much more peace of mind I have than having have to worry how to how to pay every bill now and and counting every penny. So it is true. There's no denying that it does help to a certain level with menuchas nefesh, but it does not guarantee peace of mind. The riot of this is simply the chazal, which is ms lamitay marbe nechas and marbe daiga, and very often the more money you have. There's more potential that there are things to worry about. And many, even wealthy people, are nervous wrecks, even with the wealth that they have. And, 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 and the more wealth they have, the more of a nervous wreck they are, and the more lack of menuchas and nefesh they have. So, that, so you see, it's true, that no matter how much money one possesses, what is really key for menuchas and nefesh is not the money you possess, but your ability over your machshavais, of your thoughts, to be calm. So at the very least here, when it comes to the minor financial setbacks, okay, we're not talking about the major trauma, tragedy type of financial setbacks, but the minor financial setbacks, backs, that we could practice. And remember that losing Menuchas nefesh is a bigger loss than that financial loss. And, you know... So you just make sure not to lose, mis- not to make mistakes that would make you lose your menuchas nefesh. So quite a helpful tool to ask is when you have a financial loss: Will this loss cause me a practical, noticeable loss? If the answer is no, it really won't. So learn from that experience, and then come back to a calmer state. And then when you practice this with small amounts of financial loss then you'll be able to be calmer even when larger amounts are involved. Now, it shouldn't happen to anybody. No one wishes on anybody that you should reach a, that halavayash. Like, we ask all the time, don't put me in an assignment. So don't say to yourself, you know, I'm mastering this so that when I lose more money, I'll be more calm, that it should happen. Halila should not happen to anybody. But we know we go through bumps in life, and it's a good tool, a muscle to exercise. You start with the small baby steps when you experience a smaller financial loss. You know, you went to the mechanic for a routine checkup on your car, and you expected a, a $50 in a bill or a $100 bill, maybe an oil change, maybe a tightening of the brakes, or something, and then all of a sudden they come and tell you, we're talking about an honest mechanic, this, there are those out there, and that's clear, you need, this is, this, your water pump is, has a split, it's going to go any second, that's that's five hundred and fifty dollars or whatever it is. Whoa, you know. So that puts you in a loop. But as you practice, it won't put you in a loop, and it won't get you all flustered. And it'll, you'll practice from those smaller financial losses 
to have a karma nuchas nefesh. So when a larger hurdle comes your way, a normal larger hurdle, you'll be able to handle it. So here is an anecdote. I was able to handle significant losses with confidence and a positive attitude. My business, my father was a successful businessman and he used to say, some days you make a large profit and some days you lose. In the end, it all works out. Profits and losses are an integral part of every businessman's life. But I used to become angry if someone overcharged me even a small amount. How much is it worth for you to be constantly joyous? I was asked by someone who cared about me. He went on to explain to me that I should view minor losses as a price I am paying to master serenity. Investing in serenity is one of the wisest investments that make one, that one can make. I took this seriously. And just I spend money to purchase all the things I need and want and to feel good about being able to do so, I am in the process of viewing any loss as a beneficial purchase. And the amount lost is what I pay to acquire serenity. So everyone will experience their car breaking down or some other financial bump in the road. Uh, sometimes it's a little more serious or a lot more serious. Your whole boiler is on its last legs. Now what do you do? So by working on those smaller items, you get to practice it so that when those larger items take place, you'll learn how to be calm. One other thing I will just add to this. So we talked today about the lack of menuchas and nefesh that could happen from feeling differently and the lack of menuchas and nefesh that could happen when you lose, when you suffer some financial loss. And I'm just going to add one more thing. It's just a dogma, an example that many boys and girls, when they're dating and they get rejected, you know, it, it, hurt, it's very, it hurts a lot. It does hurt a lot. And it shouldn't happen to anyone. Hopefully, Davin, that all of your Shaduchim should go smooth. You should not face rejections or heart bumps in the road in Shaduchim. And it should go smooth for everybody. But in reality, in life, this happens. These rejections and disappointments happen. You go out on four dates, you're very excited. All of a sudden, the girl says no. You go out on six dates, you're very excited. All of a sudden, the boy says no. And whatever it is. So here also is an opportunity, and it does indeed help. I know, spoke to various Bachram, and and, and, and and I see it on personal level also. What happens is, and it shouldn't happen to people, Halavai, they should all, it should go smoothly. But what happens a lot is, is that when they go out and they get rejected the first time, and it, there's a tremendous hurt, and it hurts them, and they feel the pain, and they feel turmoil, and a lot of hurt, and confused emotional feelings, and of course, they don't want to experience it again. But what happens is, is if it, they do experience it again, and as they go through the experience, the next time around, if they learn it as a learning experience, they are more mature about it, calm about it, they become stronger people because of it. A lot of things in life, we say, don't put me into that test. And we mean it sincerely. We don't want anyone to feel any distress any time. But in reality, in life, Hashem makes it with his infinite wisdom that we sometimes experience these things. And some of it is for us to grow. Sometimes we're put into a stressful situation so that we learn how to handle it better the next time. We don't blame you for feeling crushed this time. You're not to blame. It's understandable. But then you work on your mental muscles. You say, I have value whether uh, this is rejected. It's I'm not rejected. It just means that this is not my zivik. Hashem knows what's best for me. I'm going to try again. When you go in, you may be nervous somewhat and cautious. You know, you don't want to feel that rejection again. But you say to yourself, I'm going between this and Hashem's ways. And this is what I'm doing. 
and yamashiya, and then it shouldn't happen, but if it does happen, you'll handle it much, much better. And and this is a common theme in life. And the way we said it over here is you start out, should not happen, people should not suffer financial losses, not minor, not major. But the fact that cars break down, that's a normal part of life. The fact that you could have a boiler breakdown, that's a normal part of life. The fact that something could go wrong with the, with the heating system or, or air conditioning system that you set up in your house, those are normal parts of life. The fact that termites or something may have weakened beams in your house that requires you to fix certain areas there, also normal things in life. These are normal aspects in life that could happen to anyone. So by practicing on the smaller uh, smaller financial losses that you experience, saying, and money is not the main thing, and you have a calmness about it, it'll help you exercise your muscles that you can handle anything in life after that. The Kaddish Baruch will help that we should all be Zaycha to not even have to need any of those uncomfortable bumps in the road. And but 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 when it does happen, may Hashem help that it should you should see right away the bracha in it and to have menuchas hanefesh and that itself is a source for future brachas. The way we handle things that are difficult now, which is an assignment, and we pass that assignment, and we do our best to to live with dignity. Hashem helps us that we get stronger and stronger in our muscles, in our internal being, that we experience menuchas nefesh in all aspects of life. Baruch